Food isn't only a part of life. It's woven into the fabric of our culture and identity. Connect with the individuals who work tirelessly in kitchens and restaurants across the globe to bring it all together for us on The Devoured Podcast. Welcome to The Devour Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Reamer. Today, I am joined by sushi chef Alejandro Fancro. Thanks for coming. Thank you for inviting. I'm so excited to be able to share your mission and story. I met you at an event in Chicago, and you had such a good energy. So I can't wait for people to experience your energy through our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about your journey to sushi. Uh, well, that started 18 years ago. I was um, just uh, 15, 16 years old. Um, I used to work back then on a small sushi restaurant as a server, but I was always watching the, the, the sushi, how beautiful it looks, how the colors um, on the sushi. And uh, one day the sushi chef asked me, hey, do you want to learn how to make sushi? And um, Why? Because you're always watching. Mm. Um, well, okay, sure. Um, so he he taught me the, the basic of, okay, this is how you make a, a roll. Um, and I love it. I love it. Um, and I asked him, do you think I can be an assistant? And he's like, yeah, I think you can be an assistant. So I, I applied to a restaurant to become a sushi assistant. And at the same time, I was working on a radio station. Um, I was in college. And I met a wonderful person. That actually, he never knew that what he said to me had a big impact in my life. Mm. Um, this guy, he had a, um, was at the radio. And we just start talking, and he asked me, hey, what, do you do something different than this? Um, yes, I'm, I'm learning how to make sushi. Oh, wow. Do you speak another language? Um, all this was back in Venezuela, mm-hmm. which is the country where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, I do speak French. I do speak English. And he's like, wow, beautiful. Um, he was an Italian immigrant, and maybe he saw his self reflecting in me or something. Mm-hmm. And he told me, like, you should maybe travel the world, find a job on a cruise ship. And, and there is more than this city. There is more than this country. And to me, those words were at the right moment, like, wow. And, and plus, uh, uh, someone that I, a random person. Um, so I quit the radio. I quit the radio. Um, and four months later, I moved to Colombia, uh, to the capital, Bogota. I met someone there, and I work as a sushi chef. Hmm. And I fall in love with the, the, the feeling of meeting other people, other cultures. Um, and I just love that, seeing that, wow, there is more than, than, than what I've seen in my country. Mm-hmm. So when I went back to Venezuela, I didn't want to live there anymore. I was like, I don't want to live here. I don't want to live here. And a friend told me, like, look, there is a Japanese guy. He has a restaurant here in the capital, but he also has another restaurant in the Caribbean, in a Dutch island. 
And I'm like, okay, so what's the deal? Well, he needs someone who can speak English. And, well, you say you speak English. Maybe you should go check it out. I go there, and I met um, this guy, Hiroyuki Takeuchi. Um, and I I told him what I heard, like, oh, it seems that you're looking for someone. He's like, yes, how old are you? Back then, I was, when I met Takeuchi, I was maybe 18. Mm. Um, it's okay. Well, yes, I'm looking for someone. Whatever you think you know, you're going to forget about it. Mm. You're going to start from zero. You're going to start in the kitchen. Little by little, I'll put you on the sushi bar. And I'm like, okay. Um, let's do that. And that was the first true connection with the, the Japanese culture. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would love to, to, to pause there. Yeah. And what was, what was it like learning from, now you call mentor, um, from that perspective of the Japanese culture? And was there a moment in your mentorship that you still bring with you today? Yeah, so, well, this was hard. It was hard because it is a um, very different culture. And of course, um, um, the age, um, he was uh, very old fashioned. Um, and the way how they see life, and the way how absorb well, my interpretation of the Japanese culture blended with mine, it, it make the the experience very interesting, mm. hard, of course, but interesting. And one of the things that I always care with me is to feel uh, grateful about what you're doing and to always seek for perfection. It's not, it's not something that you find. It's just a way mm. of living um, and be consistent and, and not quitting. That, that uh, there is a story about that, but right, right. <laughs> well, and it's safe to assume that that sushi is a lifestyle for you. You apply the methods of your sushi preparation in your life as well, right? From an organizational standpoint, or a cleanliness standpoint, or you know, doing it right the first time and being proud of that, taking your time, right? Yeah, it's a lot of discipline. Um, you definitely need to be organized and clean and methodic and pay attention to little details. And the, the, actually, little details are the one who makes the difference. Mm. Little details. Right. Everything is important. So what makes your sushi different? The fact that I'm Venezuelan. Actually, um, that was something that um, I struggled for years because uh, for years I wanted to be Japanese. Mm. Um, I remember many times he he used to say like you're not Japanese, you're not Japanese, uh, and I feel like oh that's something bad because that means that maybe I'm not gonna learn more, I'm not gonna be able to see the things that he see, but it changed it changed a couple years ago that okay he he started teaching me and mentoring me. Because of that, because mm. I was, I'm not Japanese. Because I'm, I can blend 
the flavors and my personality with the quality and the discipline of Japan. Um, and also this island where I live and work with him is a Dutch island in the Caribbean. So I was able to make sushi for Europeans and see, okay, this I already know what usually in Latin America people love of sushi. Now, okay, it looks like this is what Europeans mm. like. And at the same time now seeing, okay, this is what usually in the United States people love. So I can blend a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and create something unique. Mm. That you're the only one who knows how spicy or sweet you like your food, and you're allowing me to guess that. Right. So I think that's what makes my, my sushi different. Different. Uh -huh. Elevated. Yeah. What has been one of the biggest hurdles that you've had to overcome um, with being a chef in addition to a sushi chef? Um, well, I think, um, I disagree when, when, when a chef think that because I'm the chef, you, you like what I made. And if you don't like it, you're wrong mm. because I'm the star. I disagree with that. Also, I try to, to find the ego in, in not be me and in, in, in it's about you at the same time. There is no art if there is nobody on the other side admiring that. Mm -hmm. So my my guests are the one who make me sushi chef. If I make the sushi and there is nobody on the other side, I'm nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's the people who makes you who you are. It's the people who makes me chef. They, they name me, you're my chef or my sushi chef, at least for today. Mm. So that's something that I always keep in my mind to mm. work with. And what advice would you give to people that are looking to become a chef or specifically a sushi chef? What, it, what would be some of your, your pillars or advice for them? Well, it's really hard to be consistent. It's really hard to have discipline because discipline has nothing to do with your mood, has nothing to do if you want to do it or you're not want to do it, you just do it. Mm. And you're consistent and you're, you're, you, you don't quit. That, the, the story behind that uh, quitting is that once I, I was ready to quit, I was ready to quit and I, I told the Japanese guy, okay, fire me or I will quit because I don't understand your way. I don't see things the way that you see it. Mm. And uh, he he said, well, you're thinking has Venezuelan, shut up, go back to work. Mm. And I felt that I was learning something that I couldn't understand and I'm glad that I did that, that I didn't quit, that I went back to work. Mm -hmm. So I think being consistent is really hard. Yeah. That's the, that's the part. As a private chef, how do you adapt to your clients and their needs? What are some of the the questions or, or information that you collect up front to ensure that you're successful? Well, initially, um, of course, I take care of any potential allergy. Mm -hmm. um, and initially, I send 
uh, proposal menu. If there is something that they don't like, we can remove it. If there is a, a big no-no for something, okay, I'll, I'll change, I'll play with that. Um, so that's basically okay to understand a little bit who is this person. Mm-hmm. More than just the sushi. Is a special location, okay, it, it, it could be a little bit different if all my guests, um, if they're Europeans, okay, I can play with these flavors because I know they will love this. Mm-hmm. Or most of my guests are Jewish, okay, I know they love this flavor. Um, or if they're Latinos, oh, okay, I know they love this. So mm-hmm. it's to, to meet, initially meet the person and have a little conversation and we start from there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a relationship or somebody in your life that felt sushi was not an appropriate job description and you should be doing something else and how did you overcome that uh, yeah um someone in my past um an ex-partner mm-hmm. uh, that person disagree with this and believe that this is not professional that this had not future as a person of course um, it's a point of view of her own life mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and it's a person that believe that it's better to be in an office um, and for a short time I believe it mm-hmm. for a short time I was like well maybe maybe I haven't tried anything than sushi maybe maybe I should try something different but at the same time if you do something for 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 18 years or for that long, doesn't matter how many years, it has to be something there. Like you, you, you did that for a reason. And it, it, someone told me like you almost become part that that becomes part of you, mm-hmm. part of your life. Mm-hmm. And if I stop making sushi for like a week, I feel like I wanna I wanna make sushi even for free. Just I want to because it's when I'm about to make sushi, I get into a zone like okay, let's go. Mm. It's not just random things. It's okay, let's go. Let's make the rice. Let's mm. cut the fish. Would it be safe to assume that that ex-partner was in some way, shape, or form living in fear? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 100%. Yeah. And and acknowledging, I'm sure you had a breaking point where like, this, is, this isn't working. This isn't me. You know, I have to, I have to go back. You have to step back, really, to move forward. The, yeah, the breaking point is when I started doing my, doing my business. Yeah. When I decided to, when I connected with the omakase, and, and it's also interesting that the word omakase can be translated as uh, chef choice or hmm. uh, leave it up to the chef or the chef interpretation of sushi. Um, so it's, it's the way that I believe that this piece of tuna will taste better um, and the way that I believe this sushi will be better mm. uh, and do it um, kind of my, my way, you know. Right. So. Quoting your favorite song. My favorite song, exactly. <laughs> what rendition is your favorite rendition of My Way? Because quite a few artists have sang that song. <sighs> do you have a favorite artist? Um, the, it's top. It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. To, yeah. I, 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 I listen to everything. Yeah. Um, 
but I pay attention more than the the, the singer. I pay attention to the lyrics. Mm. I really, really do. Yeah. Um. So if there is a, I believe I'm a, I'm a deep person in in. And when there is some deep lyrics in that or something that makes you think like, okay, mm. I like this song. So, yeah. yeah. So what's next for you and for Sushi? Well, I'm thinking about that. Um, I think there's no, there's no next. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm there. Um, and something that I that I love is to also show people what I learned and in my opinion being able to tell them okay I believe for what I learned that the good sushi should be something that is just one bite that is something that it should melt in your mouth that it should not be a bowl of rice mm. it should not be a big bite um and and I hear a few times that people say, "Well, chef, you 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 ruin my favorite social restaurant. I cannot go back anymore mm. because they are just what you said." Right? They it, haven't experienced. It was not my intention. Genuine sushi. <laughs> it was not my intention, but but I I I love. Um, sharing stories and, and and sharing my point of view and and I think that's that's what it is. Mm. Uh, also mentoring, mentoring people. I've done uh, mentoring to other chefs that they want to learn about sushi or business owners that they want to open a sushi restaurant. So I believe there's no secrets mm. um, because everyone has their own touch, their own energy, and it's just different. Mm. So... Even if you learn 100% from me, you're going to have your own touch and, and your sushi. So if there's one thing from sushi that you would want to share with the world today, what would it be? Wow. Um, like a phrase or? Yes. Something that, that, that you apply in your life that's come from sushi that you would want people to know or or be able to experience or to feel enlightened? Well, I actually had a, a tattoo that I believe it says that in Japanese after someone from Japan double check. Um, and it's a phrase that says uh, consistency beats talent. Hmm. And I believe that 100%. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That you don't have to be perfect at something. You just have to be, be consistent. consistent. Be consistent at it. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us, how can we find you? Where can people connect with you? Well, uh, easy because it's my last name. If uh, you go online on my website, it's uh, francosushi.com. Um, or if you use Instagram, it will be franco.sushi. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was a pleasure Thank you. having you today. I can't wait to taste your sushi next week. You will. You will. Alexander's coming over. We're gonna we're gonna be able to experience your magic. So I'm really really excited and honored to to know you. So thank you. And we'll, we'll do it again. We're gonna do it again. Beautiful. <laughs>